Blog Talk Radio. For today, Nikki Sukinoko. And today we are doing a customizer interview. The person I'm customizing today is someone who has been customizing for several years now and is one of my personal favorite customizers. So here she is. Televista! Televisa? Hi there. There you are. That was weird. That friendly little robot put you on hold even though you were live originally. Yeah, you just informed me that I was unmuted. Yeah, that's so... Sneaky robot. See, this is what I keep saying. The robots are sneaky. (laughs) Oh, those automated voice systems. Gotta love them. Yeah. Now, for all of those who are who are listening in live, you may have noticed that I haven't pulled up the chat room today, and I'm not going to, because I just do not have time to monitor the chat rooms and conduct an, an interview. So there will be no chat room today, begging your pardon. And uh, no, j- just... To start off, no, we don't take random callers, so we don't take random callers. Okay, now that that's out of the way, thank you for coming on the show today, Calavista. Glad to be here. So for those people who are listening in and who maybe um, listen to the show but who aren't really active in the pony community so much, um, tell us a little bit about yourself. When did you first start customizing? It was about five years ago, or actually almost six now. It's easy for me to keep track of it because my customizing ways are about the same age as my little boy, who is going to be six next month. So it's been almost six years. Aww. 
I remember when Thunder briefly appeared on the show a couple years ago, almost three years ago now, apparently. Yeah. Because he was three at the time. He was. I'm sure he'd be happy to say hello. We would love to have him come on and say hello. Would you like to say hello? How old are you now? Swallow. How old are you? Five. When do you turn six? In March. You're a big boy, aren't you? I am a big boy. Do you like My Little Ponies? Yeah. What kind of games do you play with your ponies? I like like horror stuff. (laughs) You like horror stuff? Do your ponies have a haunted house? No, but I'm trying to make one now a box, but they keep going. <laughs> I think they play Tekken. Your ponies play Tekken. Does that mean that your ponies get into fights instead of having tea parties? Yeah. <laughs> That's a little boy That's for you. Cool. He doesn't play with his ponies quite the same way that I played with my ponies when I was a kid. Well, that's okay. That's the best part about toys is you can play with them and make up whatever stories you want. I betcha, I betcha if my husband played with ponies, he would also have his ponies play Tekken. <laughs> you have a husband? I do have a husband, Thunder. You sound surprised, Thunder. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is only mommy allowed to have a husband? husband. You don't want millions of husbands, Mom. No, I don't. Uh, the logic of a six-year-old. Well, you can tell him that I'm a mommy, too, so it makes sense that I have a husband. She's a mommy, too, and her baby has a My Little Pony name also, like yours. <laughs> I guess it's not strictly a, a pony name, but there is a UK mountain boy named Thundercloud. What? Yeah. And this little pony's name is Thunderstorm, so that's pretty close. <laughs> yeah. And my little baby is named Melody. And there's a Melody. pony from my little... Yeah. There's a pony Melody. from back in the 80s who had that name. Which one did you name her after? Medley or Love Melody? Medley. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Yep. Melody Medley. And I believe our other co-host is in the queue, so let me just check real quick. And introducing our other co-host. Hey guys, it's Starblade. Yay! <laughs> oh, I can feel the love. Hi, Summerblade. <laughs> How's it going? It's going. <laughs> It's winter, so it's cold and dark, so that's how it's going. 
Oh, well, we've got cold and dark, too. It would same really here. Only... all day. Yeah, it hailed today. That's the closest we've come to snow where I live. Well, we kind of got a, a mix of winter, or uh, a wintry mix, I guess they call it, where it's kind of rain and snow at the same time. Where are you located, Summerblade? Mm. I'm in Maryland. Okay. Been uh, colder than usual on the East Coast this time of year. I have I work in customer service, my day job, and a lot of my customers are from the East Coast, and they have been very cold this year. Yeah, yeah, we are really really harsh winter for our area. So, but you know, then again, I mean, it, it is keeping in with the natural cycle of our winters here. Because every like five to seven years, we get a really bad blast. Same here in Iowa. And it has been a while right. since our bad, our, our our last bad ice storm. So. Well, so we're all in the, the winter weather boat. At, at least it's nice to know that everybody is looking out the window going, why do I have the lights on in the middle of the day? <laughs> <laughs> of course, I guess it's slightly towards the end of the day here, and it probably is the end of the day on the East Coast. Yeah, I think the sun set about uh, a couple hours ago here. The sun hasn't set, it's just just kind of dark. (laughs) I actually got off work before before the sunset. I got off at 4.30 central time, and the sun was still out. I was so happy. (laughs) That lasted for about 20 minutes, and then it was gone. Summer, we have Calavista, obviously, and uh, are you familiar with Calavista's customs? Oh, yes. I've seen quite a few of them on the forums. I own quite a few of them. <laughs> oh, cool. In fact, I think they make up almost half of my customs. <laughs> Well, nothing is not prolific. Yeah, I I don't think I have any of uh, her stuff, but I have seen plenty of pictures. Yeah, I I have some of of your early stuff, and I have some of your recent stuff. Yep, and you'll be getting um, another recent one as soon as I get your Christmas package in the mail at last. Ooh, I look forward to it. Well, it's yet another variation on the wonderful Moon Dancer theme, so I think you will like it. Awesome! <laughs> there can't be too many Moon Dancers in the world. This is true. <laughs> there can never be too many Moon Dancers. In fact, I had this great idea that, like, for for like a G four story. This is just for my own personal herd, though. That. Because it turned into Nightmare Moon, there were probably acolytes of the night, you know, like people who worshipped worshipped the night and the moon. And so I figured 
So maybe Moondancer was one of those ponies. Moondancer and Moonstone. But not baby Moondancer. She's too sweet. (laughs) (laughs) I gotta I gotta admit, baby Moondancer is my favorite Moondancer because of that pink hair. She is adorable. I have like five of them. I don't know why. Well, I'm looking at my my various customs, and of the ones I have from you, I've got G3 Moon Dancer, the front one of your old, older ones that that I commissioned a long time ago. I think I commissioned it either that or you made it and I bought it. I can't remember anymore, but I have it. I either. And is it just like the basic Moon Dancer G3 version? Yes. Okay. Because I've done a bunch then, of glam dancers too. Yes, you have. And, and then I have glam vampire moon dancer in a G3 that you made for me. Oh, I remember that one. My sister keeps, yeah, my sister keeps threatening to take that one from me. She has yet <laughs> to succeed. Oh, yeah, moon dancer with um, little fang. I remember that one. Yep. So cute. And then I've got... Photo negative moon dancer. That was a G one custom. Oh yeah, black body with like silver and silver hair with a blue streak. Uh, it's a black body with silver eyes, white eyeliner, turquoise hair oh, yeah. Tur- with a gray. Yeah, kind of That's a grayish. Right. Yeah, like if you take Moon Dancer and you put it through a program that photo negatives her, that's what it was. Yeah. I should do a G four of that one for you. That'd be fun. Oh, that would turn out really yeah, cool. That, it is really one of the coolest customs. And then she, you also made me um a reproduction of French Moon Dancer. French so, G three version or G one. Oh, G1. She's got oh, yeah, yeah. um, she's she's got the the pink and purple hair that Baby Moon Dancer has. Oh, that's right. I remember that one. And then you made me a G3.5 Moon Dancer that looks like Baby Moon Dancer. Oh yeah, that's right. Holy cow! I think that was my first G3.5 custom because I know a lot of people hate the G3.5s, but they make cute customs. I think. They really do make cute customs. They don't get nearly enough love. Right, and I think the reason why is because... Yeah, and I think the reason why is because the G3.5s never came in anything else except that boring, boring Core 7 or whatever it was, Core 6 or Core 7. Core 7. I think. Yeah, I think if we had gotten, like, a G3.5 Minty, I think people would have liked it, or any other characters. Yeah. I mean, there was... The restyle had potential. They just didn't didn't utilize that potential well enough. But as a customizer, I have to say, I have really enjoyed making G3.5 customs, even if not many people appreciate them. I just donated um, three G3.5 customs to a charity auction. Oh, that's cool. For the holidays. And they were all bought by kids. Well, you know, so a lot of 
people people don't like them in general, but um, when I make customs out of them, I don't have trouble selling them. So somebody likes them. Well, and I'm actually really happy that kids got them, even though you know kids have limited money that they can spend on an auction. Because usually at charity auctions, especially for church, kids, you know, are dragged there by their parents and there's not really anything to interest them. And they have something there that they're interested in that they'll bid on. It's rewarding well, awesome. itself. I'm glad the kids got them too. Hey, if I'd been there as a kid, I would have bid on ponies. That's for sure. <laughs> That's where all my pocket money went. Yeah, well, one of the adults was going to bid on um, the G3.5 Blossom that I made, but one of the kids wanted it so bad that she rescinded her bid so uh-huh. they could have it. But, yeah, so I have – those are the moon dancers I have from you. Plus I have some winter customs and uh, – my sister keeps threatening to take them from me. I love winter custom. Even though I think all my snowflakes look alike, which is sad, but oh well. Well, the hard thing about painting snowflakes on some, at least on like a G4, is that you don't have a lot of room to work. That is so darn sure. it's really. It's hard to get the you know as much detail I think as anybody really wants without it looking like a paint blotch or a flower or a star or something. Right. I mean i I've gone I've gone to smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller paintbrushes, and I still feel like I want. The, I mean, the ones that I have now are they're from Dick Blick and they're part of the Sable collection, and they're just they're tiny, but. Sometimes they just, I don't know, they still seem too big. I need something that's got, like, three bristles on it. Well, I know what I'm going to have to get you for your birthday this year, then. Well, if you have access to itsy-bitsy, teeny-tiny paintbrushes with three bristles on them. (laughs) Well, it's not three bristles, but I do have one in my collection by an army painter called Insane Detail. Yeah, Insane Detail. Yes. And it's it's meant for painting those little tiny tabletop role-playing figures. Oh, where do you get those? Not the figures, obviously, but the brushes for them. They have brushes like, yeah, they, they have brushes like that at, um, there's a store out here, I don't know if you guys have it, uh, Games Workshop. Mm-mm. No, I was too boring, something cool. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I go to one, one called Ancient Wonders. Oh, cool! No, there's nothing um, wonderful here in Iowa, uh, as far as no. We have uh, Michaels and Joanne's and like Hobby Lobby, and that's it. And they have Bubkiss for paint brushes, unfortunately. But we do have a. Um, I mean, we have a Dick Blick uh, south of where I live in Iowa City, but um, their stock is kind of sad, so I always end up ordering online, which is fine. Because they always have them on stock website, but uh, yeah, I know yeah. that. Um, like, can I, I'm probably not going to say your name right, but can Thaka, can Thaka, the um, the gal who does the amazing celestial ponies with the nebulas and stuff, or is it nebulae? I know that she uses um, 
like needles or like tiny pins for some of her details. I have one of her customs and it is just to die for. But I've I've yeah. tried painting with needles and I can't get any paint to stay on them because it's a needle. Yeah, see, see, I've I, I've tried with needles and toothpicks and that just doesn't work for me. So when oh, I found the the ones first. for painting the miniatures and the one called Insane Detail, yeah, um, it was a lifesaver. I don't bother exactly going to what the I art stores. Yeah, that's what I need for those teeny tiny itsy bitsy little G four butts. Yes. Well, and for any sort of, you know, fine lines on around the eyes and stuff. Oh, gosh, I know. Because I hate thick eyeliner when I don't want it thick. Like the, the the lower lid, I never want that thick. And um, and then, holy cow, I've gotten into painting monster high faces. Oh, yeah, yay. My teeny mm. tiny brushes are, they seem huge when I'm trying to paint these, these fine details on the monster high. So... Well, and I think the problem with, like, brushes you get at an art store is they're designed for people that are working on canvas. Exactly. And we and don't I mean, work on you can get Yeah, we don't work on canvas. And you can get canvases that are, like, take up a whole wall, you know. A fine brush for, you know, a canvas painting is probably a fine brush. Yeah. But for us, with our microscopic details, yeah. But, yeah, so uh, I'll I'll have to send you some. That would rock. Yes, so uh, what got you into customizing six years ago? Well, I think what happened was I, I, well, my sister used to customize, you know, a thousand years ago when we were teenagers, and there was no dolly hair, and there was no mulparina, and she was just trying to figure it out on her own. And uh, she actually figured out rerouting by herself. I don't know if she made a tool or if she used a needle. And excuse uh oh, it went away. I've been sneezing all day. I'm so sorry. Um, well, yeah, my sister used to, I mean, she did the whole thing. She rehaired them. She used to dye ponies. She painted with acrylics and glitter. And... Um, I always thought it was kind of cool, but I never realized it was like a thing, you know, like it is now. And uh, then, oh, six or seven years ago, I got my first custom, which was a G3 version of uh, Rapunzel, made by an artist called Lady Amalthea. And um, I don't know, it just when I got that custom in the mail, I was it just admiring her and adoring it because it's it's still one of my favorite customs because it was my first. But um, I, I got to thinking, holy cow, I think I could do this. And so I placed my first order to Dolly Hair, and I ordered a rerouting needle and uh, from Pop Girl, and then just kind of went from there. My first customs were absolute, complete rubbish, and so I just kind of worked my way up. Now, it's hard to imagine any of your customs being complete rubbish. Oh, if I showed you some pictures of their ones, they would scare your socks off. But I, um, well, I don't know. Um, I, I, I tried to, I tried to stay simple in the beginning so that they wouldn't look too terribly, dreadfully awful. Um, so my first, my early customs were a lot of swirls, just 
plain old swirls. And um, because I didn't want to get into things ridiculously complex because I knew it would look crazy because I didn't have a lot of um, experience yet. But, I mean, I've always I've always um, done a lot of art. Um, my siblings and I, we were homeschooled, and we spent a lot of time on art, drawing, sculpting, painting ceramics with small details. So I did have a background, but it had been well over a decade um, that I'd painted when I started on customs. And I could not use a paintbrush to save my life. My first customs were all done with India ink pens. And um, it was uh, probably two years after I started before I figured out how to use paintbrushes. And then, you know, once once I got into painting, um, I had no reason whatsoever to continue with the India ink because it's, oh, it's a nightmare to seal. It's just awful. So, and acrylics, I don't even seal my acrylics most of the time. Not unless it's on a, I, an unusual... Hmm? I remember your India ink work, though. It was so delicate. Yeah, I had um, I had really, really fine... T- like, like, think of a fine-tip Sharpie. Obviously, I didn't use Sharpies because, <laughs> hello, but uh, that was the same, that was the same uh, width or thickness of the any ink pens that I was using. And the problem with them is that they dried out so fast. I mean, they just used ink like crazy. So it was really expensive. They, you know, they weren't cheap. And once I discovered, you know, I could get a whole tube of acrylic paint for like 99 cents and it would last a billion years, you know, I never went back. And I don't miss any ink um, I just, I'm trying to, um, I guess, I guess I've just been focused on getting finer and finer brushes so that I can replicate the look of what I used to do with the India ink, but not use that awful stuff because I'm never using it again. It was so horrible to seal. It's smeared and you had to let it dry for like two or three days before you could even try to seal. It was crazy. Mm. Yeah. It was a pain. And the colors were a nightmare. You just couldn't, you couldn't use the colors because they just, they didn't mesh with the pony plastic. You'd have to, like, sand down the entire pony if you wanted them to stick, and then your pony looked like sandpaper. So that was weird. Mm. Yeah, so the colors the colors just didn't work out. Um, some yeah. of the metallic were okay, but... I was going to ask how you got India ink to stick to a plastic pony body. <laughs> Basically, I did with the colors, anyway. The colors... The colors were horrible, but um, the black India ink had a completely different consistency. It did stay, and it stayed It stayed pretty well. I mean, I still have some of my own customs that I did with India ink years later, um, sealed with Mod Podge or watered-down Mod Podge, and um, they're, they're still in, in perfect shape like I just did them yesterday. So uh, the, black, the black was great. The colors, no, not at all, not even close. So you basically just had to work with black for the symbols and the details, or you didn't get anything on there at all. Uh, yeah, and, and that's when I finally started. Um, that's when I well, I, I had some paint pens. They were like um, pens, but they were filled with acrylic paint, but they they didn't have fine tips. So I was really limited in what I was able to paint, and I just got so tired of that, which is why I finally taught myself how to use paintbrushes and. You know, I figured it was time, plus painting runs in my family. My sister is, um, she's a, I don't know, I call her the real painter because she paints with oils on canvas, and, um, gosh, she, her, her paintings are so realistic that you think they're going to jump right off the page. 
Um, she's way, way beyond my skill level. She doesn't paint anymore. I wish she did. But And then um, my maternal grandmother was the same way. She was just a genius with a paintbrush. So I figured, well, I can at least learn to use a brush and make squirrels on ponies' butts. I'm sure I can figure that out. So... And it is. I love to paint. I um, I was trying to get into Monster High painting because they're so popular, but um, I kind of hate it, like, a lot. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't can't. blame you. I can't. Their they're eyes symmetrical. It drives me nuts. Why do they have to have their eyes right next to each other? It's ridiculous. They should have their eyes on either side of their heads like a good old pony. Right. I I think I I did one Monster High custom and it was only for a Christmas present friend and I said that's it I'm not doing it anymore. Yeah, they, no. they not my thing. I mean I love Monster High as far as um um I collect them and I resell some and um I just I adore them but they suck to paint they really do. There's just nothing like painting ponies. Painting ponies is what I love. I guess I feel like with a monster high, I'm so bogged down by the uh, by the need for symmetry. I think that's what bothers me. And um, Nikki, you're like this too. If it's not symmetrical, um, it drives me insane. It has to be symmetrical. And I think that kind of takes some of the joy out of it. Yeah, the good old OCD kicking in. Oh yes. Did we lose somebody? Nope, that was just me um, bopping myself on mute real quick so that I could sneeze again. Oh, okay. Because apparently I'm allergic to the universe, even in wintertime. I don't know. Oh, Oh, no. I've been eating meat lately, and that's probably what it is. I just, I don't eat meat. It doesn't agree with me, but, you know, we had chicken wings and pulled pork for the Super Bowl, and, um, and I just, I don't know, I never feel... I never feel my, um, you know, my best, my best healthy self when I eat meat. Not that I have anything against people who do eat meat. I have no problem with it. it doesn't bother me. It just doesn't work with my system. So, where did Nishi go? What? I said, where did Nishi go? I don't hear. I don't hear either. Oh. Maybe she's sneezing. Maybe. But I'm sure she'll be back on. Oh, dang it. Oh, there she How long was I on mute? I don't know. Well, Not I long, just, I don't I, think. Well, I, I was blathering for a while about how I sneeze when I eat meat, so you're fine. <laughs> well, I mean, I, can, you know, I that's can hear a, you. I could hear you, I, but my phone turned itself on to mute. I don't know. We've got gremlins or something. <laughs> it's those robots again. So I, yeah, something. Mm. I don't know. So, But, yeah, uh, Calavista, do you still have that Egyptian pony that I made? Of course I do. That one was the hardest thing to get symmetrical because it was a double-sided custom. Yeah, and you must like a million hours on it because it is perfectly symmetrical. It just boggles my mind when I look at it. I did. I really did. I 
I actually had it almost entirely painted, and then I looked at it, and it wasn't symmetrical. And I completely repainted it. I remember that. I remember you telling me about that. Yes, and we had somebody visiting at the time, and that particular person got mad at me for, like, redoing the whole thing. She I remember Oh, I remember that person very well. But I just, if it's, to me, if it wasn't symmetrical, then it wasn't done yet. And it needed yeah. to be symmetrical. Which is why I don't do two-sided ponies very often. Unless it's um, something that's not, like I did a G4 Love Melody, and... um I actually based I saw her. That. I love that. Yeah, I based I based her markings off of um, my my baby um, G1 baby love melody. Who needs a tail? Nobody has any uh, T rows, do they? I might, might. I have to check my hair scraps. Let me oh, I need walk over to the hair. Let me walk over to the hair corner. I just need enough for mm. a, a fun baby ponytail. Okay. Black, gray, silver. Okay. Pussy cat. Fairy's breath. Heroes. This might be enough for a baby ponytail. I'll send it to you. Yay! Oh, I got that um, poison ivy, by the way. I'm working on the um, oh, good. The Celtic pony. Awesome. Very inspired because of, you know, St. Patrick's Day coming up. Ah. <laughs> Melody was going to help the show out by playing with the buttons, but Fred got to her first, so... <sighs> Melody thinks she knows how to use a laptop. <laughs> All right. So it looks like we still have everybody. Yep. Still here. Okay. Yep. Yeah, well, it won't be long before Melody's helping you run the show. You said uh, I saw your Facebook post how she already knows how to operate the um a remote for um, Netflix. Yeah, for the Wii. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping it was a fluke. I'm not really ready for her to be that technologically savvy yet. She hasn't even turned one. Don't be surprised. <laughs> it seems like today's kids are like almost born uh, knowing how to knowing how uh, technology works because, I mean, Thunder, he <laughs> he can do things with his computer that I don't even know. And um, he just, he'll get he'll get your phone and, and he'll make your, change all the settings on your phone. And Melody's constantly pulling up the help menu for me. 
I'll be sitting there yeah. try, doing something on Facebook or trying to Google something, and she rolls over and smacks the keyboard, and I have no idea what she's hitting, but she pulls up the help menu for me. Computers. Now, so I, I'm, I've been looking through your DeviantArt. By the way, anybody who wants to look at Calavista's customs, including what she has for sale, you can find her at calavista.deviantart.com. You can also and go to, I have a, um, where is it at? I have a Jimdo page. That's my, um, my newer one, calavista.jimdo.com, or jimdo, however you say it, .com. Calavista. what is it? It's a Jimdo, J-I-M-D-O dot com. But uh, DeviantArt is probably um, updated more frequently, so that's, that's probably still the best place. Ah. Yeah. And DeviantArt has my uh, Monster High stuff on it, too. Such as they are. Calavista Customs, and if your friend makes a purchase and gives your name, they get 10% off their order, and you get closer to a free pony. For every 10 referrals, all must result in purchases, no minimum order, so it can be a small purchase too. You earn a free basic custom of your choice. And I see one of the pictures that you have up there. I totally forgot to mention this one because she hangs out with my G4s is that G4 Moon Dancer. Oh, yes, G4 had. Moon Dancer. The one I think that came with me to the to the hospital for the birth of my baby and to, has traveled with me to job interviews. and He's been around. Yep. She's if you start learning out, let me know and I'll make you another one. <laughs> she, she's, she's doing good that's good yeah I've been pretty surprised at um, the sturdiness of of the customs like um, oh I made a G3.5 custom for uh, an 8 year old and I mean she played with that thing all the time swung it around by the hair and you know how kids play with ponies and not a fleck of paint ever came off not a single um, Swarovski crystal ever fell off. The hair plugs didn't come out, um, which I attribute all to the wonder that is crazy glue. <laughs> well, crazy glue can hold just about anything together. Oh, yeah. I love that stuff. I should really buy stock in the company because I use it for everything. I have a whole collection of glues that all work for different different things. There is no glue but crazy glue. <laughs> I have I have tacky glue, gorilla glue, crazy glue, the ultimate glue, mod podge, gallery glass glue. I always keep a stock of Mod Podge, but I have never once used it for glue, only for sealant. Yeah, 
Yep, I have from time to time used it as glue. I think I've tried to use it as glue and it didn't it didn't stick. So I went back to my precious crazy glue. It works better for non-pony things. Oh, there's non-pony things? <laughs> like felt and such. It is good glue for, yeah, for paper and fabric. I had fabric glue at one point, um, but I had absolutely no luck with it, so I got a sewing machine. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this isn't working. I'm going to use that actual needle. Oh, on a um, on an unrelated post, uh, did anybody uh, do you guys hear about Philip Seymour Hoffman? Yes, yes, actually, just heard about him yesterday. Very, very sad. Very sad. I, um, he was one of my favorite actors. He was in just so many amazing, amazing movies, and he always did a and a wonderful job. Just a very, very sad thing. And that's why we have ponies, because they are, I don't know if you guys remember this from the early 2000s, but we always used to call them plastic heroin. <laughs> well, you can buy bags full of them. That's true. And if we could, we would probably inject them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Calavista, as a customizer, I've, I mean, you've done customs in just about everything that you can do customs from as far as the generations go. Do you have one that's a particular favorite to do? Um, I should say G3s because they have so much more room on their bodies to work with, although if I were going with that reason, I could say G1, but... Um each generation has their pros and cons. Um, G1s are obviously not as plentiful as later generations. The plastic is old. The plastic is thin. You're going to get a lot of split scalps. You have to use really small rerouting needles, and I don't like that so much. They do have so much room to paint on. Um, but uh, but I guess my, my issue with G1s is that unless they're completely and totally bait, I don't like to customize them because, I mean, they're so vintage. Um, and then G2, yeah. G2s are starting to get the vintage factor because, you know, the 90s are getting further and further away now. That's my old man voice. Um, <laughs> G2s, I really, I love G2s. Uh, there's not a huge market for them, so I don't do a ton of G2 customs. I Most of the ones that I've done have been on commission. Um, I love G2s in general. I just, I think they're adorable. I love their goofy little anarchic faces. But... Um, their uh, their heads can be kind of a pain because the, they're small and then they've really thick plastic. So working with G2s is almost like working with G1 flutter ponies, kind of a pain, but uh, the results are usually pretty neat. Uh, G3s, obviously, I love them. Um, the, the the plastic is sturdy, so you're not going to have as nearly as much slip scalp going on as as with the uh, as with the G1s. There's lots of room to paint on their bodies. Uh, they have they have so many freaking plugs. I guess that's my biggest complaint with G3s is that they they take a while to reroute because they have a million, million plugs. Whereas um, with G4s, G4s are my new favorite, even though they're tiny, um, because I can reroute one easier and faster. 
and still give a, a nice thick head of hair because uh, I don't do I don't do skinny hair, not even a little bit. It's got to be fat hair, very fat hair. Um, and then G fours, I feel like they kind of challenged me to to work on a smaller scale and to focus on on tiny detail. Uh, and I like that. I like that challenge. Um, and then, like I said before, I do like G3.5s. I don't make a lot of them, not a big market, um, but uh, I usually don't have too much trouble selling the ones that I do make, but I think if I made a ton of them, they'd be sitting around for a while because a lot of people just say or they see the term G3.5 and they immediately shy away from it. So uh, right now, G4s are my favorite generation to work with. Well, it is true. It's, it's fairly easy, you know, to just go to the store and buy a whole bunch. And, yeah. you know, they're easy to come by. Oh, the availability of baits is one of the biggest pros with G4s. I don't know why I didn't think to mention that. But, yeah, that's one thing I love about them is that I can just go and get them. Love it. Well, have you ever customized, like, you know, a, a pony that's the, the particular pose is on the more rare side, like a twinkle twirl or a big brother. Oh yeah, I've I've done it all. Um, <laughs> I am uh, I am no pony virgin when it comes to customizing the rarer poses. I have I have customized a G3 Portabella. Um, although to be fair, somebody else had customized her badly before I got my hands on her, and I bought that very poorly made custom just so that I could uh, remake her and not feel bad about stripping down a portobello because they're they're pretty rare and they're mushroom ponies. Yeah, there aren't very many mushroom ponies. That's true. And I did uh, I did Beta Chief. He was pretty much destroyed. Um, I don't like doing it, but you know, like I said, if it's if it, the pony is totally baity and just really, really needs new life, then yeah, I will absolutely do it. But I prefer to use I prefer to use common ponies, especially if they're white. If you notice, if you if you ever look at my work, um, if I ever sorted it into uh, customs by color you would see that a, a, a astronomically large percentage of my customs are on white bases um, because they just, you know, it's, a blank, it's like a blank canvas. Well, and white can make some of the most visually striking customs. Exactly. Depending on I what love color white. you're using with it. Yeah, and I love, uh, I love doing black black um, paintwork, scroll work on a white custom. That's my favorite thing. That's true. It, it's, uh, it looks really awesome. And it's, it's something that, that people who know your work would recognize right away. If they saw a white custom with your particular um, black designs on it, they would know probably immediately that that was a Calavista design. Right. Probably so. It wouldn't surprise me. And uh, if a lot of the ponies you use seem to use, like, nylon for hair. Have you ever used any out-of-the-ordinary materials for hair? Oh, definitely. Um, 
I, I usually do use nylon, but um, I've used a lot of saran. I really like saran. It's so soft. It's like corn silk. Um, I'm a big fan, big fan of saran. It's just usually a little bit more expensive. So, um, But I've used uh, color-changing hair, I've, uh, which I think has all been saran, color-changing like uh, white to blue, or no, blue to white, I guess it was, and like white to pink something like that, um, and I've used, like, that really, really fluffy cankalon, like the perfume puff type of hair. I did a, a G3 yeah. or, or G4 red roses with that fluffy, fluffy pink, and that uh, that turned out pretty cool. Okay, was that a G, that was a G3 custom or a G1 custom? G4. It was a G4 version G- of uh, red roses. Yeah, as soon as um, Sun Shimmer came out, that was the first thing I made was the G4 Red Roses with the fluffy pink hair. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Speaking of sun- Sunset Shimmer, <laughs> I saw one in real life for the first time, and it looks so much like yours, especially the one I saw because it came with one of those horrible cardboard masks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and on, on the forehead of the cardboard mask is... The, the cutie mark design, and so it looks even more like the one you made. Yeah, it, it seemed to me a, it was just, you know, I mean, it, it's not like the concept that I came up with was terribly original or anything. I mean, you know, sunset with a, a yellow pony, or it was like, um, gosh, it wasn't orange. What was the original one that I used? It wasn't the, ugh. I don't know what it was. It wasn't an Applejack. It was a lighter color of orange. It was one that's not in production now. Um, it was a unicorn. Was it a unicorn? No, it wasn't. It was a. Oh, honey. it was. It was. It was a Honey Buzz. That's what it was. Uh, the uh, the first, the original one that I made was a Honey Buzz bait, and well, I should probably pull it up so I, I can't. I can't remember my own work, but anyway, it was, the theme was a sunset, and she had like shimmery, shimmery paint and. Um, and then Hasbro came out with their, and they even have the exact same name, Sunset Shimmer. And then uh, Hasbro came out with their Sunset Shimmer. And um, their, I think their cutie mark is more focusing on, like, the fire, whereas mine was, like, a red sun with a cloud. Mine didn't use any fire theme. So, I mean, people have seriously emailed me and said, I really think Hasbro ripped you off. I'm, like, completely sure that they ripped it, and I don't think so. I mean, I have a picture on my DeviantArt of, um, of my custom and then uh, Hasbro's uh, Sunset Shimmer side-by-side, and um, it's, just a, it's just a big, fat coincidence is all it is. I was, I was terribly amused when I saw it. I was like, what? No way. <laughs> well, when she does have that mask on, though, with the fact that they put her cutie mark in the middle of the forehead of the mask, though, yeah, you can it see the similarity. Even more. Um, but yes, I'm looking at it right now. And uh Yeah. I'm like I told so... you. I would I would love to work for Hasbro and uh come up with designs. Um, they would probably get mad at me because I keep making stuff that's more complicated. We only want to use three little blobs of color on this one. I'm like, no, you got to do a design all up the legs and all around the face. They wouldn't like me, but. Well, well got to have somebody a little more creative than who they've got now because all we're getting right now is the main six over and over again. 
over and over and over and uh, over. With cheaper and cheaper accessories. Now, I love your Circe. Your unicorn Circe and your G4 Customs. Uh, let me pull that one up. I don't remember. I remember the name. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was the... um. It was a hair. It was a special hair from Retro Dolls, and um, yeah, it had that gradient, black to blue. The only thing about using that hair was uh, there was a bit of a challenge with the hair because it wasn't. Um, it started black and it went to blue. So getting it ponies so that it stayed black at the top and went to blue at the bottom, I had to be kind of creative. Like, it was like well, wet, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I think you did a great job, though. Thank you. It was fun and to again, work with. Another, I white, another white unicorn. What a shock. <laughs> I love white unicorns. Uh, well, I, I am a huge fan of white unicorns. Yeah, I am too, and I'm really glad that they decided to. You know, if they're going to have a main six that they pelt at us over and over and over and over again, thank goodness for rarity, right? Yes. Oh, my gosh. I love customizing rarities. <laughs> yep. I had um, actually bulk ordered a wholesale lot of rarities from from the, from somebody in Hong Kong, and they averaged out to about $2.50 a rarity, and that was such a good deal. Oh, nice. Unfortunately, that seller is no longer on eBay, so um, they might not have been completely legit. And uh, so I well, probably wouldn't repeat this with them, but you never know. Maybe they just never were know. less expensive over there. I don't know. I, I don't know how it works. I just I saw an amazing lot, and I knew I'd use them all, so I snapped it up. Yep, and you do have a wonderful way with winter-themed customs. I'm looking at moon snow, lilac snow, snow girl, twinkleberry, snow punk, sugar snow, Prince Flurry, who is awesome, minty snow, twilight snow, angel snow. Yes. Save me I have a lot of ponies. And, you know, in nature, no two snowflakes are ever the same. In uh, Calavista world, most of my snowflakes look the same. But well, but the snowflake ponies themselves don't look the same, though. Well, yeah, I, I try to. Well, I, I actually get a lot of requests, um, commissions for redoing the same one. So I have made quite a few that are pretty close to exactly the same. But when I'm just making them to sell, I try to I try to use as much variety as I can. Um, I have not been able to figure out a way to make a snowflake-themed pony out of Sunset Shimmer, though. She's just too yellow. Well, yeah, and yellow snow is not really the best. <laughs> exactly. No, no. <laughs> not, not, I don't think that's the snow. Right. That might not Mel- Melody, so well. honey. Melody, honey, you don't get... I love you how, you, how good you crawled, but... Please stop heading towards the kitchen. Thank you. <laughs> there you go. But, Mom. Oh. 
it is, she has a fascination with shoes right now. Well, she's so it's female. really easy so. to distract. <laughs> yes, except most females don't eat their own shoes. We try not to. Well, then you can't wear them if you eat them. That's the only problem. But, Good point. But she's teething, and all she sees is, hey, something I can chew on. Well, my uh, my time is coming to an end here, ladies. If uh, you have any other questions, I would be more than happy to answer, Nikki. Um, let's see. I suppose is uh, what is the one piece of advice that you would give to someone who's just starting out in customizing? Oh, that's easy. I've gotten that question many times, and I always have the same answer, and that is invest in good materials. Do not take shortcuts. Do not go to the Dollar Tree and get those crappy wigs and use that to rehair your ponies. Don't do it. Use good hair. Um, use good baits. Don't, don't spend a lot of time on fakies. They're, they're okay for practice, but if you're serious about getting into customizing, especially if you want to make any money at it, um, don't don't compromise. Get good paints. Um, get artist grade acrylics. Acrylics. I highly re- recommend the brand Golden. Uh, their acrylics are absolutely wonderful, and they glide on. They don't have to be watered down. Um, get good paint brushes. I recommend sable brushes um, because the bristles keep their shape for much longer. Uh, you can just paint and paint and paint and paint and paint and. Paint and you will go through them. Don't be afraid to throw away old paintbrushes. That's another thing I tell people. If, you know, if your bristles are starting to splay out, get rid of it. Get a new one. It's worth it. So that's, that's, uh, that's what I always tell new customizers is don't compromise on your materials because um, if you buy cheap stuff, then you're going to get what you pay for, and you're going to pay for it in the long run. Yeah. All right. Well, that's good advice. Uh, Summer, do you have any Anything else you want to ask Calavista? Um, so? hmm. Nothing hasn't already been covered, I think. Well, it has All been right. a pleasure here, ladies. And uh, well, thank you nice so much you for on. coming on. Thank you very, very much. And, and I hope you guys, thank you for inviting me. I was happy to be here. Oh, and Thunder would like to propose. What do you want to say, sweetie? Goodbye. I I love you. Ma. (laughs) We love you too, Thunder. I was just going to tell your mommy to say thank you very much for coming on the show. Can you sing the My Little Pony song? My Little Pony, My Little Pony. I was hoping he would sing the My Little Pony song, but not going to sing. It's kind of a long song. Oh, it's kind of a long song. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, you ladies have a wonderful rest of your night, and I will talk to you soon. All right, talk to you soon. Have a great night. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. All right, so... Summer, that was it was. I'm glad we got to have Calavista on. I wish we could have had her on for longer. 
Oh, yeah. I do. She is one of the customizers that I've owed over her stuff for oh, quite some time. Oh, I know. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm actually one of the the customs she's she's making right now with the green hair is is being made for my sister's birthday. My sister's going to be thirty this year. Ooh. And since my and since every Calavista custom that my sister sees it becomes her favorite custom until the next Calavista custom that she sees, I thought I'd get her one. <laughs> oh, that's a nice birthday present. Yep. It's going to be sort of an emerald Celtic pony because that's my sister's birthday's in May and she's totally, you know, like a Celtic fairy sort of a girl. Oh, that's cool. Actually, I think one, yeah. of, the few customs, one of the few customs that I've sold at a meet um, was a little green Celtic one. I think I just put like a, um, I had some Celtic cross designs that were these really neat, like stuck on the pony and sealed her on there. And I didn't think anybody was going to be interested in it because it was just the sticker instead of a painted symbol, but somebody bought it. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, Summerblade, are you on DeviantArt? Um, I have a DeviantArt page, but... I haven't updated it in over a year or more. Well, where do you put pictures of your customized ponies? Most of my stuff goes up on uh, my Facebook. I haven't put anything up there for a while because I haven't finished anything in a while. I have a couple of half-finished ponies that um, I'm trying to get around to doing, but I keep getting distracted by video games. Ah, yes. Video games can be terribly distracting. But, I I mean, I have a baby, though, so I really don't get a chance to play video games much anymore. Every once in a while, I carve out a window to get, like, a half an hour or something of game time. And it's usually Skyrim or Zelda. Oh, which version is Zelda? Um, I've been replaying Ocarina of Time. Oh, that one is fun. Yeah, I mean, I love Twilight Princess. I really like Skyward Sword, despite the lack of horse in it. But, um, (laughs) but Ocarina, there's just something about Ocarina that it captured my heart and refused to let it go. Yeah, I, I remember when I started playing that on my 64. Um, I actually, I got Majora's Mask first, which was frustrating and needs, I think needlessly complicated for even a Zelda game. I actually had to play it with a guide sitting right next to me. There was no way to just sit there and play it. Oh, my because gosh, Majora's Mask. I have three guides for it because I had to cross-reference because none of the guides were written very well. Yeah. Um, I actually had to get the official Nintendo guide for it to be able just to play the game because yeah, 
there's so much going on and so much you have to time and uh, I think and everything about, is so time sensitive. Yeah, like there's not like really a place where time stands still. So, I mean, some of the quests um, will literally take the whole three days. You can just barely make it. Mhm. Yeah, I think I was in the middle of a quest one time in Majora's Mask. I set the controller down to go and go to the bathroom and forgot to hit pause. And all of a sudden, it was on the third day, and I I had gotten a game over already. (laughs) Oh, my gosh, I'm looking through your ponies. You made the Hulk out of a hippo horse. Yes, I did. My G4 Avengers, and I took them to a toy show that we did in Towson. And um, I didn't get any offers for anybody to buy them, but I think about four or five people stopped and took pictures of them. I love the hippo horses. I'm like one of the few people that love the hippo horses. I love the hippo horses. I think they're so cool because they're big and bulgy. They're kind of like a, a cabbage patch pony, but not. Yeah. Well, I think that one actually is a cabbage patch pony that you made the Hulk from. I think it might be. Um, I think it's actually one of the it's, – it's the same mold. But it's um, it's it didn't have the cabbage patch symbols on it, so it, it's a cabbage patch fake. Hmm. It's a really but, good cabbage patch fakie. It's one of the best ones oh, I've yeah. seen. Because most of the cabbage patch fakies end up being the ones where they have like the glass eyes and they're a little elongated and stuff. Yeah, I mean that that one does have glass eyes, but um, they weren't. They they didn't have the elongated it it didn't have the the sort of almond shaped slits where the eyes looked longer than they were supposed to be. Um, I do have one of those hippo horse fakies that I'm going to actually make into a she hulk at some point. Ah. Oh, and I love this shy pose one that you have with the, the Halloween one. I did that for a swap. That one nice. actually turned out really well. I was happy with it. It took a lot of layers of white paint because she was a Sundance, but she was like a um, a really, really dirty Sundance where I couldn't even, you know, the Mr. Clean Magic Erasers weren't even taking the dirt off. Uh-huh. Well, I think she's adorable. And it looks like you've done a G3 Celestia and a G1 Time Turner. Yes. Um, I ended up keeping, I still have the G1 Time Turner. A friend of mine got me a TARDIS cookie jar for Christmas one year. So he sits up on the shelf with next to the TARDIS cookie jar. Nice. And a pair of little wine bags. And then that just you found some. I yeah. She looks great. I was really happy with how she turned out. I wish I was sculpting it that uh, you know when I did her to do wings, but she ended up just being a unicorn. 
You know, I think she looks fine just being a unicorn. And you have a, a big Macintosh with a crazy mohawk. That was like, he was like my second cousin. And I wasn't really sure how to get the hair short and still have it not look funky. So I have him back at the house hidden in a drawer somewhere, and I intend to redo him and make the hair look a little less wild. But that's cool, though. And you've got, I love the, the McDonald's ponies you have right here. They're they're black with colored, you know, with colored hair and rainbow symbols and stuff. I like that. Your blackout ponies. Yeah. I like how those turned out. Um, that was before I figured, I figured out that you could pop the heads off of the G, the, the G3 McDonald's ponies and um, actually take their hair out. Because I have a bunch of McDonald's ponies that I'm working on now, um, and I was able to strip the hair out of them. I'm trying to oh, do... Oh, the G3.5s. Those are so cute, the way you yes, did them. Those actually turned out good. I did a bunch of Christmas tree ornaments, but um, I think I sold them all. I don't know if I have a picture well, of those when you on can sell, When you can sell your work, that's always a good day. Yeah. Your, yeah, your G3.5s are pretty darn cute. Oh, thank you. See, and that's... That's that's the sad thing about G three point fives is because they were originally so hideous. Even when they make adorable customs, they just they don't get the love and respect they deserve, you know? Yeah. Well I think it's because um like Calavista was saying that it's you know, it, there's that weird stigma attached to them because it was nothing but the core seven. The only original characters that they had in the G3.5 line were um, the the mom ponies. When they had the sets with, like, um, Pinkie Pie's mom and Rainbow Dash's mom. And then that was it. All the rest of them were, you know, Sweetie Belle, Rainbow Dash, Tularula, um, Star Song, you know, just the same seven over and over and over and over again. Kind of felt like Hasbro was beating you over the head with these same seven characters, and you just didn't want, like, five versions of Pinkie Pie. That's true. And the proportions were really bizarre for the G3.5. I think I screamed in terror and jumped two feet the first time I saw one. Well, yeah, I mean, stock, they're not very good. The head is a little too big. The eyes are way too big. The eyes are facing forward, which means that they're a predatory animal because herbivores have eyes on the sides of their heads. Only predators have forward-facing eyes. So right off the bat, they're predatory. (laughs) I'm thinking about making a bunch of, like, little... Little dragons or saber tooth ponies or whatever. Someone has told me, do make very good dragons? 
Well, they look like Spyro already. I always said that mm. I thought that Hasbro ripped the dragon with that look. Thank you. I hadn't thought about that. But yeah, I I've gotten to a point where I think I would like to make myself a set of some of my favorite G1 ponies as G3.5. I'm still in the middle of finishing a G3.5 um, snuzzle with a twi- um, well with a cascading design down the back legs. Of course, they're all double-sided. Oh, cool. But I'm using the McDonald's ones because I've been able to get a hold of those for like 99 cents each. I have, um, I've got two bait boxes at home right now. I have the regular-sized ponies, and then I have all the McDonald's ponies in their own box. Do you need any more G3.5 McDonald's ponies? I have plenty. Um, I'm not sure if I'm going to make a whole bunch after I finish Minty and Snuzzle for a while, because, like I said, um, the only people that seem to have been interested in them have been kids, which is fine. I love that they're getting played with. Right. I love that they're being played with by kids that go to the church that I go to. Because they know if, if if anything breaks or needs repair, they know how to get in touch with me. Right. Well, and that way, but, you know, you know, they're still they're still getting loved. Mhm. It's just uh, I probably won't need any until I go to make some for myself. Okay. Well, you know, it's either that or I'll end up turning them into a comic book character pony. Yep, I just need to sculpt um, Snuzzle's mane and paint it, and then she's done. Actually. Oh, cool. Are you going to put a picture of her on your Facebook? I I would love to see that. Oh, yeah. I mean... Mm. Oh, bless you. I need dust. (laughs) <laughs> I need a dust over here. Um, yeah, when when I'm just my my problem is is I've done like a different hairstyle for each of these, and I'm trying to figure out what Snuzzle's hairstyle would be. I'm thinking bangs and pigtails. That would be cute. She might end up with with chibi moon buns. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Oh, that might work well for uh, Snuggle because of her pink hair. Yeah. Well, and she's got hearts as her cutie mark, and she just, she's such a cute pony. (laughs) And until Derpy came along, she was the only gray pony. Oh, this is true. That might be one of uh, the issues I have with Derpy, actually, is the really fact that 
Derpy is was a background pony that just happened to be gray with yellow hair. And she was never really supposed to be anything more than a background pony. But even though she was never intended to be like something people noticed, she is knocked snuzzle off of her place as the only gray pony simply by gaining internet fame through an animation error. Yeah. I know they had. I know there was a gray pony in the G3 line, but it was never like. I don't think she was ever in any of the movies or anything, so. Well, Tinka 2, I think, is what it was. Yeah. Tinka 2 was sort of a lavender gray. I made a G3 snuzzle out of her for Amber Jewel, I think. Oh, okay. For a, for a, it was a mass act of pony kindness thing several years ago. And it worked out really well because this particular Tinkatu had faded enough that she wasn't really lavender anymore. She did look more gray. Mm-hmm. But I don't think there was ever like a real gray in the G3s. Well, I think there was. Um, hold on. I know I have one in the bag of ponies I got today. Oh, you got a bag of ponies today? Oh, yes, I did. We contacted contacted a lady on Craigslist, actually around my birthday, and we finally got a hold of her. We were able to pin her down and drive to her house and get the bag of ponies, and I got 17 ponies for 17 bucks. Nice. If I can find her. Now, it was mostly G3s, but I did get three G1s in there. Mm. Um, I got a twice as fancy fishy. It's twice as fancy pants. I'm not sure who. It's a purple Pegasus between pants. Oh, no. Is everything okay over there? Yes, Mama. Okay. Oh, Melody, it just... Yeah. Melody doesn't... doesn't tolerate separation from Mama for very long, so... Oh, no. She briefly stopped paying attention to the Polar Express and realized that I wasn't paying attention to her. And even though she was with Daddy, it's just... Not the same as Mommy. No. I mean, eventually, as she gets older, you know, she'll find, you know, things that are just special between her and Daddy, and she'll appreciate it more, and probably especially once she's fully weaned. But... Ah. But she still gets most of her nutrition from me. She eats maybe one to two solid meals a day. Unless she starts to to get to running slow, and then I'll switch back to just milk, and then 
Because there's not, I mean, babies can get fussy, but baby is almost as fussy as a teething baby. Oh, goodness. Yeah, something we take for granted as adults, how much work it takes for our digestive system to learn how to digest solid food. Yeah. You know, we start off having everything piped in, (laughs) and then we're born and we have to learn to digest, you know, stuff that comes from mommy. And then we have to learn how to eat food that isn't pre-digested. Yeah. Yeah, isn't that right? Oh, it's hard work, isn't it, Munchkin? Yeah. Yeah, dude, you're my angel. Yeah. Really? You know, you and I, we should do, like, a, a trade one of these days. Like, you make a custom and I'll make a custom and we'll trade them. Oh, yes. A private swap. I haven't done a swap in, not since, uh, a private swap means it's not a group-sponsored swap on, like, the arena or the trading post. It's it's a swap yes. between two people that mutually agree on it. Not to be yeah, confused with a secret swap, which is usually a group swap. Yes, where you have no idea who you're getting a pony from and nobody has any idea, you know, well, the organizer knows, but the person you're getting giving the pony to doesn't know that they're getting one from you. Yes. But yes, we should do that because I haven't done a swap since um, since I got pregnant because I didn't want to commit to anything time-sensitive, that time-sensitive, when I wasn't feeling good. Yeah. Because somebody thought she would do jumping jacks when when she was in my belly. (laughs) Yeah. And now that she's out, I wanted to get out, Mom. (laughs) But no, she didn't. She worked her hardest to stay in there. She crowned three times. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Oh. Finish watching your movie, baby. I know better than to try and let you eat while you're watching this movie. Then you just end up practicing the breath stroke. (laughs) That's what it looks like. She eats and then she releases and she bends backward and throws the other arm into the air. And then she does that. And she does that over and over and over again. Drink your chamomile, honey. She loves chamomile. Ooh. That's one of my favorite teas, yep. too. That's chamomile. She likes it because it's not milk and it's not water. So it's the closest to juice that she's had. (laughs) (laughs) But I like it because it calms her down a little bit. 
helps with the whole teething thing. It just sort of mellows her out. Yeah, so do you have a, a Calavista custom of your own yet? No, not yet. Oh. I would love to get one because I love the hair on her customs. That is that is it the is. first thing I notice on her stuff is the hair. I don't know how she does it, but it's gorgeous. I know it's she. Well, she makes it so thick and so full. I have. Uh, uh, in my room, um, I've got a Celtic one. Uh, it's like a, a copper Celtic one that was probably made from like a glory or a majesty or something. And Ooh. it's got so much hair. And the the uh, moon dancers she's made me, especially the G1 moon dancers, the... Um, French reproduction and the photo negative have such thick hair. Oh. I'm getting down the French one right now and it's and the hair she she I mean it's she leaves it long. And so you know, when the pony is standing it just it drapes and it wraps and it's gorgeous. And my French reproduction is a double-sided custom, which is awesome. And you can tell she worked really hard to make the the cutie mark symmetrical on it. That is so hard to do, the double-sided customs with the symmetrical symbols. I think <laughs> there have been many times I've been trying, I've tried to do symmetrical symbols on a pony and... It's kind of, I, I know my boyfriend laughs at me when he sees me sitting at my workbench staring down a pony's butt trying to get the symbol to match up. Yeah, well, I mean, until you've tried to do it, nobody can really appreciate how hard that is. You know, it's just, and that's that's why I like doing white ponies is because I can... After I do the full body repaint white, because a lot of times I do a full body repaint, like if they have issues like the head body mismatch thing going on or whatever, Mm -hmm. I can take a pencil and I can sketch out the cutie mark in pencil and then I can examine it to make sure it's symmetrical and if it's not, I can just like take a damp washcloth and erase it (laughs) and start all over. See, I might have to start doing that because I hadn't thought to try doing that. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's been a big help learning that I can sketch. And you can buy, like, those chalk pencils, like if you're doing, like, it on a color mm-hmm. that come in, like, white or gray, light gray, mm. and it'll show up on dark. It has saved me a lot of aggravation and throwing ponies. <laughs> I haven't thrown anything yet. 
I, I've learned to keep a fakie near me when I'm customizing so that if I do need to throw a pony, I can throw the fakie. But I try not to now that I have a baby because I don't want to be a bad influence. <laughs> yes, because, you know, she sees mommy throwing the ponies and then she's going to start doing it. Yeah. I I don't need to see her I, throwing a tantrum because she's seen mom throwing a tantrum. <laughs> So, yeah, now I do what Fairy Mary does on, you know, Tinkerbell, where I just count, try to count to ten and calm down. (laughs) I usually, the boyfriend runs interference and he takes the pony out of my hands and sets it down and says, go play video games and calm down. Yeah, my my husband will say, I think you need to put that down for a while. Here, hold the baby. <laughs> oh, and another custom I have, I have quite a few G4 customs from Calavista. I have this one that's a yellow Pegasus with Fluttershy eyes. You can tell it was Fluttershy originally, but it's got turquoise and purple hair and these purple and pinky flowers with green swirls and green eyes and just the most glamorous eyelashes. And this hair, it's like she hasn't cut down the hair at all. This is like she's, you know, doubled the plug in half Mm -hmm. to put it in and then, like, left it that way. So, I mean, this hair goes on forever on this little pony. Wow. And you can tell. And the tail... Like, she must have, she must have really worked hard to extend the the hole for the tail, because this is a thick tail. This could fit in a G1. But she just, she has the most magnificent, like, color patterns, and, and the eyes are always so distinctive on her ponies. Yeah, because she's the. I've seen uh, most of her customs. They've got the long eyelashes, and they're really. There's something about those eyes. That's that's another thing that they they almost draw you in. Yeah. It just Hasbro really should employ her for, you know as a design person because she could probably give them a design and they could simplify it down to a workable level, I'm sure. But she would probably come up with something more creative than, like, some of the ponies that they've come out with. I mean, let's see, they've got... I'm looking at my G4 shelf. There's, uh, oh, there's another. There's one of the winter ones I got from her, too. And uh, 
but they have like a pink unicorn, and she just has some stars on her butt. Mhm. Like you know, she she's a pink unicorn with pink stars on her butt. I mean, how long did it take them to come up with that? So, I think that Hasbro would do well to employ Calavista for concept art, and then they could. Or at least to have a line. Because, like, have you noticed that, like, Hasbro, when they used to have a line, you know, like the rainbow ponies all had rainbow hair. Ponies were all in the collector's pose. You know, the merry-go-round ponies were all merry-go-round ponies. And then, like, when they got to the G3s, they'd be like rainbow ponies, but none of them were rainbow ponies. Yes. Well, they, or they, did have some, they did have some lines in the in the G3 series. They had um, some of the gemstone. They had the gemstone ponies and the the birth flower ponies, and then they um, up to a point they had seasonal ones. Yeah, but I mean, it was kind of hit or miss, though. Like, and then with the G4 ponies, you don't even have lines. There was wave one, wave two. The unifying factor was like, oh, like wave one through three all had animal friends. And then they came out with the royal wedding ones. And then now they're on to the Crystal Empire. But there's nothing particularly special about the Crystal Empire ponies except the fact that they have either cardboard masks and they all have those, you know, the eyes that are, like all octagonal or whatever, geometric. Yeah, they had the um, the, the little octagonal eye shines, and that was pretty much it. Yeah, and 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 crap tinsel in their hair. Ooh, because we haven't <laughs> seen crappy tinsel before. Um, and it just like you know Hasbro should really needs to go back to to like making an actual line that people can look at and say that all these ponies belong together. There needs to be more rainbow ponies besides just Rainbow Dash. You know, if they were going to introduce, like, a zebra, like the Korra, there should be other, you know, like a line of unique ponies, like the ponies from Saddle Arabia, you know, and, and some zebras and, you know, um... Well, something yeah, that's like the that. thing is that, yeah, in the show, have a lot. They they do have a variation of a lot of these um, really neat character designs, and you're not really getting them in the toys unless you're buying, you know, like the blind bag sets. Because the and only I love the I love the blind bag sets because you do have at least one of the girls from the salon. You have at least one of the um, Wonderbolts, the Flim Flam Brothers, you know. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it just, they're not taking that extra step to carry it over to the size that you could give a three-year-old. You shouldn't give a three-year-old a blind bag. It's still a choking hazard, a blind bag. Yeah. And the only um, you know, I, boy pony we have right now is Shining Armor. And 
I was so excited when they introduced Shining Armor and he was a, a, a unicorn. And I'm like, and I, I thought we were going to see more boy ponies, some boy unicorns, maybe some boy Pegasus ponies. Um, and definitely I assumed we would get like a big Macintosh. I mean, he's been in the show since the first episode. But, like, we're still waiting. And yeah. there could there could totally be, and there is a market for boy ponies. Uh, a lot of to, a lot of what I see people being commissioned to do, as far as G four customs, ends up being things like um, Doctor Who's Big Macintosh, things like that. I mean, they've released Mrs. Cake in a normal size, but no Mr. Cake. Why not? They put a random baby pony in with her, but not her kids. You know, it just, it doesn't make sense. So I really, and they still can't get Cheerilee's symbol, right? Huh. I I just don't even understand. It's not like it's a complicated symbol. It's three, it, it's cheer, what is it, friendship bears? Tummy design is Cheerilee's new cutie mark. How can you yeah, mess that up? It's pretty much the same thing. Um, I mean, it's, you know, three dots with three. circles around them. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's three uh, smiling daisies. Them. Yeah, three, yeah. It's three smiling daisies. And they have her with one smiling daisy and two little dark purple flowery things that are barely noticeable. It just it doesn't make any sense. Well, then again, how long did it take them for for how long did it take for them to put a Celestia out in the correct color? That's true. I still don't have a white Celestia because even in some of the newer sets, they're still putting that pink one in. You know, it just bowled me over. Um, I think there was a a pony fair where that was. Was it last year? It was two years ago. I think they had the pony fair at the Hasbro headquarters. And somebody put up um, on YouTube a video clip of when they had asked a whole bunch of people at Hasbro questions about the G4 toy line. And somebody, one of the questions was, why are you making Celestia pink? And... The uh, the people at the factory, they were like, oh, well, we didn't know she was supposed to be white. And they had said the reason was because they didn't have any communication with the people. Like, somehow the people that were making the toys didn't have any communication with the people that were making the show. Which doesn't really make much sense to me. Well, but, I mean, even if, like, you don't know, like, you're a production person and you don't know until the show actually comes out, it's not going to take you that long to realize, oops, Celestia is supposed to be white. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and after the first couple of emails, somebody in your office knows Celestia is supposed to be white. And then after yeah. it becomes several years, you really don't have any excuse anymore. 
You're fine, baby. Oh, honey. Oh, oh no. Oh, okay. Yeah. You okay there, Pony? Yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah. Yeah, her bottom teeth are starting to peek through now, so she has little, like, serrated steak knives poking out through the bottom of her. And so... She can't chew on us places anymore because now it really hurts. <laughs> she can do some damage now. And that kind of upsets her, too. Yes. What does the fox say? Oodalali, oodalali. That's what the fox says. <laughs> Mystery solved. There you go. Disney solved that issue a long time ago. I don't know why we're still working on it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Mommy's kind of hungry, too. Uh, but, I mean, at least as long as they're going to be out there not making the toys correctly, there's always going to be a market for customizers to take the stock ponies and make them show accurate. Yeah. Admittedly, it's not the most interesting work to do as a customizer, but it does bring in money. Yeah. 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 Thank you, dear. Okay, pony baby. Okay, pony baby. about getting a a private swap. Yes, because I, I need something to sort of light a fire under my butt as far as being creative with the customs because I'm kind of in the middle of um, doing the McDonald's-sized um, Justice League ponies, but I just I, I look at the half-finished ones and I kind of go, eh, I'll do it later. And then, you know, procrastination and laziness laziness kicks in. Yeah. I really should finish up some of the half-done customs over on my workbench. 
Yeah, I've got. I'm working on a a, a peacock inspired pony right now. I've got the tail sculpted and finished, and I'm working on the wings. Oh. But it's probably going to have the most feathers I've ever sculpted onto a pony. Because instead of having a mane, it's going to have feathers that go down the back and merge into the tail. Mm, and into very the cool. Because I was thinking it doesn't be really feathers, make though. sense. Yeah, well, it is. It is a lot of feathers. It's taking quite a bit of time. But I was thinking that it doesn't really make sense. Like even the you know traditional Greek Pegasus, for there to be a horse that just just magically has has feathers only on the wings and no place else. It just it doesn't really make sense, you know. Yeah, just because the the way that feathers um the way that feathers are, they would be on you'd think a majority of the other parts of the body. Um I think I've seen some of the Greek Pegasuses Pegasuses, Pegasi? Yes, I think that's the point. Yeah, Pegasi. <laughs> I've seen some pictures of um, Pegasi that they do have the, the some feathers in some of the mane and tail. Yeah, it's uh, it, it just makes more sense to me, like because feathers are an evolution of scales, like like lizard scales, and. You know, I can see, like, scales merging into feathers at some point or feather, you know. But there would be, I would think, you know, at least a good portion of the feathers, they would start somewhere, you know. And it wouldn't just be, like, just a portion of the shoulder blades. So yeah, she'll yeah, she'll have right. a lot of feathers, but but I'm hoping that people will like it and someone will buy it. Are you still there? Yeah. Oh yeah. Sorry. Okay. Oh. I just had this. Oh, okay. Yeah. You're awesome. Uh, yeah, what half-finished stuff do I have to work on? I still have to do the Justice League ponies. Um, part of, well, the first three are almost done. Um, Batman and Superman still need their their capes and their hair. And then Wonder Woman needs her hair and her lasso. Oh, the other phone is ringing. Let me get out of this room. And then I have three more that are half painted. So they have at least the first base coat on. And then I still have those two styling size G3.5s that I was going to make into Baltimore Ravens ponies, but <laughs> uh, kind of late now seeing as football season's over. Well, you can always make them now and then sell them next year. This is true. Um, hopefully the Ravens will do better next year. Because <laughs> uh, last year I made I made five Ravens ponies and ended up selling all of them. 
um, an artist friend of mine sort of <laughs> sort of made fun of me. She said, "Oh, you're selling your soul." I said, "No, I'm selling customs." <laughs> she she sort of made fun of me for being a sellout of uh, doing football customs instead of my my really cool superheroes that she thinks I should be selling more of. But nobody's buying the really cool superhero ponies. As much as I like making them, those aren't the ones that I sell. Well, and you know, I've I've in the last year I've gotten a lot of people ask me to make them ponies or demand that I make them ponies, but they're not actually willing to pay for them. And these are a lot of times people that like my dad knows or that like one of my cousins, you know, or something. <laughs> you know the the there's some sort of phrase in, in, in the Bible that says like a prophet is furthest from grace in his hometown <laughs> or something <laughs> like that. It's so well, true. It is, it is. Um, I, I had a lot of that for a while, friends and families begging, you know, going, oh, make this custom for me, make this for me. And I kind of had to limit it to, look, if this is what you want made, you get it for your birthday or for Christmas or for, you know, like a special event, like um, the last two that I made for uh, family members, they were um, housewarming gifts. I said, um you know, I told them, I said, if you want it for free, it's a gift. If you want it for, you know, any day other than a holiday or your birthday, you've got to pay for it because I need money to make more. Well, see, and the, the thing with my family is that they'll, like, ask, like, a week before their birthday. So they'll be like, make me a custom for my birthday. <laughs> like, um... Your birthday is next week. I'm not entirely sure that's going to happen for you. And when it and when when it's family, I I might say yes, but like if it's like a friend of like the family, like a friend of a friend or something, no. You're, you want a custom based off of your favorite TV show? You'll pay me for it. <laughs> yeah. So, sadly, I have found that family usually doesn't make a good referral because they they don't really they don't really respect what you're doing because they're your family, or at least that's how my family is. So <laughs> they think it's neat but it doesn't occur to them that you're doing it for money or that you have any right to ask for money for it. So when they tell other people about it, they're like, oh, yeah, you you should get my, my, my cousin to make you a pony. You should get my daughter to make you a pony. <laughs> but they don't mention that I'm doing it for money. Yeah. Well, um, I looked out my friend... Um, has also been a professional artist. As I, um, he was an illustrator, and he did a lot of display work and ads. So he kind of understands, well, he, he does, he understands having to make a living with being an artist. 
and how hard it is. So when he tells people about my cuffs, you know, he encourages that they are they are for sale. There there needs to be some yes. sort of money changing hands so that I at least get enough money back for materials if nothing else. Yeah. Well see, friends now friends have been much more reliable because my friends, you know, know that I've got a, a baby in the house, that I'm a stay-at-home mom, that I need to do it to bring in money. Um, and a, a lot of my friends, you know, they have their real job that they have because it's supposed to be sensible. And then they all have side things that they're doing. Jewelry, you know, clothing, um you know, custom, you know, hot and cold cups for coffee or whatever. So they all kind of understand. It's just family. Something about family, you know? Oh, <laughs> uh, I know. I, I, it, was, um, it was a strange conversation when I had to explain custom ponies to my dad. Um, when he, he came into my house one time, and he saw the custom pony sitting on my workbench, and, you know, he's like, what? what is this? And I had to, you know, I had to explain the whole thing to him, and he went, oh, people pay for that? Uh, yeah, <laughs> people pay for that. And he was like, oh, okay, well, you know, if it's a hobby and it makes you happy. Yeah, see... My my dad is an artist, and he's always been an artist, but he hasn't always been an artist, if you know what I'm saying. My dad yeah, has got yeah. artistic talent, and he's always tinkered with little artistic endeavors, but he grew up, you know, with his mom being a single parent of five children. You didn't even entertain the idea of doing art, really. Like, you did it if you had the time left over after you were done supporting your family. And so, like, he can't, he's having a hard time accepting himself as an artist. And so it's hard for him to make that leap that if, you know, since he can't see himself as an artist and he does absolutely amazing stuff, that, most people would recognize his art. Seeing what I do, it's it's hard for him to make that leap. Well, he doesn't disparage uh, it, but he doesn't specifically comprehend that it's something that I I do need to and deserve to be paid for. Well, you know the whole um weird philosophical question of what is art has I think has come up several times and it's for for are you still there Fred can you bring me my computer I think I may have lost her no not Quite. 
Oh, great. I seem to have lost Summer Blade, everybody, and there's only three minutes left of the show. So hopefully she'll call back in in the next three minutes before I lose the ability to bring her back on. Because oddly enough, I don't have her number in my phone, so I can't call her up myself. Um... Still not back yet. Well, anyway, if you want to look for Summer's custom pony pictures, they are in her album, an album of hers, on her Facebook. She's Brittany Chalk on Facebook. And... uh, There's not a whole lot of her ponies in there yet, but there's some of them. I believe there's a Seahawks pony in there. Um, I'm guessing. No, that's a raven. Sorry, I I don't really know uh, ball very well. I'm not really a football person. She's got a Kirby pony. Um... She's got a she's got several sports team ponies actually. And a really pretty monster high doll. Alright, well, I don't think she's gonna call back in, so I'm going to play our our, our kimono. Get kimono on here. This is Kimono, and you have listened to Pony Talk. See you next week. Bye-bye. All right, so that's the end of My Little Pony Talk for the evening. Um, Sorry that we lost Summer, um, but she will be back with us next week, and I'm sure. And thank you again to Calavista for coming on the show. And uh, we look forward to seeing you all next week. Bye-bye.